Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack in the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. All right, let's welcome in, shall we call him El Capitan, Dalton Wagner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Dalton, welcome, and congratulations on being named a captain. Thanks. It was uh, probably one of the greatest honors of my life. There's no opinions and really values I value more than my teammates, and it was, uh, it was an awesome, awesome thing, and I'm just excited to get to work for them. We were convinced you were going to be asked to be a captain. That's why we asked you to come on the show every week this year. So, I mean, we're a little clairvoyant <laughs> more than most. So, how did you find out? How did it all go down? Uh, we voted on captains last week at, uh, what was it, Thursday, I think it was. And then we found out on Friday who the captains were. Did you vote for yourself? I did not. Okay. <laughs> Probably bad form to do that. Um, you know, to be with yeah. Catalan, Jefferson, Bumper Pool, a guy who's been there a long time. You know, obviously you have as well. I mean, what? Uh, it's an awfully good group, and, and I'm assuming those guys all have their own leadership qualities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's an elite group of guys that I'm with, and I'm very grateful to be with them. Uh, Bumper, you know, one of the best linebackers in the SEC, leading tackler, all that. And he's an even better leader than he is a player. Leads by example, and... Uh, he's got great charisma and chemistry with the team. You know, when he talks, everybody listens. KJ is just, man, he's a player. He goes out, he balls out through his play and shows what he can do. And when he talks, like I said, the bumper too, everybody listens. And KJ's really grown up, I think, these last three years. And I'm really happy to see his growth since when he first came in. And Catalan is, man, Catalan is Catalan. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. What's your role? What all What all the, the... – does a captain have to do that that uh, maybe some other guys don't? Uh, really just making sure kind of the offense is doing what we need to be doing. Um, and same, I guess, for those defense captains, same with them too. We take two from defense and two from offense every year. And your role is, you know, when the ship is starting to not be right, like it was for Rice last year, and like it was for a lot of games, your role is to step up, you know, be the communicator, be the guy to figure out what the problem is, you know, pack the holes and get it going. And, the biggest, the biggest thing probably is just to be the constant on that team as well, too, is the same guy that people can trust, people can look to when things are hitting bad. How do you decide who goes out for the coin toss? Uh, I think we all do this okay. year. Before, we had five captains last year because we had a tie, and Coach Pitts decided to do five captains. But this year, I think we all go out for the coin toss, and Coach Pitts switches up who's talking every week. Okay. We, we always go heads or tails? I don't know that yet. You'd okay. have to ask KJ that. He's, he's a little more experienced than I am for the captain stuff. Uh, okay. Well, they say tails never fails, but that's not true because like 50% of the time it does, I think. I don't know what the exact stats are in heads and tails. but I think it's 51-49, tails. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tails never fails believer. Don't worry. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> okay. Well, if you get the call, we'll go with that. Dalton, would you, right. would you rather be a team captain or first team all-SEC right tackle? Because, look, if you're first-team All-SEC right tackle, that means the team's had a probably really good year. You know, good teams get those kind of awards. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather be a team captain. I just, it's, like I said when I first got on 
the opinions of my teammates are what I value most in this world. And, and it's very special to be elected, you know, like 120 guys to, to lead them through the fire and brimstone that the season's going to bring. And there's nothing, there was no greater honor in my life than it was to be a captain. And I'll take that any day in a heartbeat. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's it's obviously game week now, finally, and you guys are getting ready. You know, another thing that was part of being honored, I guess, is being in the two deep. And you know, there weren't a ton of surprises, but um, you know, I, I, and a lot of guys are going to play. But when you when you looked at the two deep, any surprises for you, or was it kind of what you guys expected? It was kind of what we were expecting rolling into it. Um, it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of great talent that are there, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what these guys can do and if we can handle business and do what we need to do to get those guys out there. And I think the biggest advantage that we have is the ability to, if somebody goes down, knock on wood, or something happens, you know, or just guys tired or something, you can fill that spot without skipping a beat. And that's, I think, the biggest advantage we have from this year to last year. And it's a truly special thing when you have a team that's able to do that. There are a couple of injuries on the offensive line, but on that too deep, a couple of Little Rock freshmen, Marion Harris and Andrew Chambly. Those are some big boys. What do you think about those two freshmen? The Little Rock Towers, man. Those that's what Coach Kennedy calls them. They're uh, they're awesome players. Uh, e, he's hilarious. Yeah, I, I love E so much. He's so funny and so Chambly too. You know, they take it really seriously when they need to, but they also know when to cut loose. And it's it's a lot of fun playing with those guys. You know and. They, the freshmen too, the amount of knowledge and experience they have. I know they came in in the spring, but still, for for them to know what they're doing and to play the way they play is, as a freshman is crazy. And I know that they're going to have a very successful career here at Arkansas. Arkansas team captain Dalton Wagner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Reliance Bank. That's got a nice ring to it. We asked Trey Knox this week about Rocket. He's expected to carry a little heavier load this year, at least for sure early in the season. From a growth standpoint, what stands out to you about Rocket year to year. Uh, Rocket, I think, gotten even faster and stronger this year, if that's possible. Um, he looks he looks a lot faster, and his reads, I think, have improved dramatically too. He's there is a lot of times in camp where running backs came into the O line room with us, and Coach Kennedy would kind of show them, you know, like what what we're doing on our different blocks and stuff, so they can see. All right, if color's not covered up, I'm going to cut inside here. If, color is covered up, I can press it. If I hear an out call, it's probably not getting out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's just a bunch of different different looks there and I think that really helps all the running backs grow, but especially Rocket too, because I mean he's a consummate professional. He he takes everything in this building very seriously. You'd think he's been here for six years as long as I have. And <laughs> he's and he's only been here for two. He's 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 really grown a lot as a player and as a person. As an offensive lineman what's your mentality like with a guy like K J who can keep plays alive with his feet or take off and run? Versus a guy who's more of a statue. I'm sure you, you probably blocked for some guys who are a little less mobile over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a guy like KJ forces you to uh, block a little better, you know, to strain a little harder too. Because obviously, you know, you're always trying 100. percent But if if you see your quarterback, you know, as much as he probably shouldn't, if you see your quarterback lower his shoulder and your defender to get a first down, like it just makes you want to go even harder for him and. To know that he can keep a play alive in the backfield, no matter what, you can't have an internal clock in your head. You're like, I got to go. No matter what happens until that whistle goes on protection. Like, I got to just keep blocking and blocking and blocking. And his ability to just extend those plays and 
even make the good throws when he doesn't have to move, too. And he just wants to stand in there to protect him. And he's done an awesome job off camp of putting faith in us and us putting faith in him. This may be a dumb thought, but I've always thought, okay, when you got a mobile guy like KJ, if you're a lineman and you get beat and they hold, it drives me crazy. I'm like, he'll get out of there, you know? Does that ever cross your mind? Like, do you, I mean, does it make you less likely to hold if you get beat? Not that you get beat very often, but um, knowing that he can do some things with his feet and get out of trouble? Yeah, it's hard to... Holy calls are hard sometimes because offensive line play is pretty much the art of holding without getting caught. <laughs> and Busted. Uh, especially in pass protection. Yeah. And so, so sometimes when you're getting beat to the inside, you don't feel like you're really off on that half man, but you definitely know when you start to get that hold in there. And definitely that's something that you just got to, you know, just let it go because it's better to better for see what KJ can make happen versus taking that penalty instead. And, and I think that just, Overall, like the holding penalties are just—they're hard to overcome with some of those situations, right. man. Because, <laughs> like I said, you just gotta—you gotta try to just block as long as you can and do what you can without getting caught holding. I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, Cincinnati sent a lot of guys to the NFL last year, and we don't know as much about their new roster. What do you know about uh, their approach, and what's your expectation for what they'll try to do to you guys on Saturday? Yeah. Um, well, obviously, they're a championship football team. They're gritty. They're hardworking. They're blue-collared, just like we are. They they want to win. They're the they're the bullies of their conference, and they were in the playoffs last year. I, I think that's something that gets overlooked a lot um, when we're previewing this opponent. Is that you know people don't realize this was a playoff team last year, and their depth is quality depth that they have in there. I'm sure they had a lot of guys go to the NFL, but their backups are just strong, just as fast, just as smart when it comes to what they're playing, who are now starters. And um, we're going to see, we're anticipating just seeing a lot of kind of what they showed um, last year. But overall, just their freshness is going to determine what's going to come into this. Like they're, they're going to be a young, young football team on backup wise, but their starters are, are veteran starters. They played national football championship. They played in the Notre Dame on a way. They played in Indiana on a way. Like they're not going to be intimidated coming into Arkansas to play and, that's something we got to keep in mind when we go, and we just got to start as fast as we can. The offensive line paved the way for the best Power 5 rushing attack last year. How are you guys better this year? Um, I think we're better this year because we can communicate our spots a little better. You know, we're not going to get caught on edges. We're not going to cut caught, like, guessing where that mic is sometimes for the tempo. Like, we're learning to play with the tempo a little easier than we did last year. Um, as well as we're now recognizing that people are going to load the box on us, you know? And so if they load the box on us, we've got to make sure that we can protect and for KJ to make plays happen downfield. So they have to empty the box out to protect against the deep threat too. So, you know, it's no secret that we were able to run the ball last year and every team on our schedule knows that we can. So they're going to, if I had to guess, they're going to load in that box as many guys as they can and dare us to throw the ball. Are you guys yelling at each offensive lineman like during a play? If if you get beat or asking for help or yelling at KJ, watch out! What's going on on the offensive line during a play as far as communication? And because I know it's loud, can you hear each other? Can you are you able to communicate? If we're if we're at home, it's it's a little it's really easy to communicate. We can a lot of it comes pre snap. Um, pre snap communication goes. We communicate where our double teams are going. We communicate where the protection's sliding to, or we're talking about, you know, hey, this guy's a little tighter than he is, the back is plussed out, or there's a cap on the edge. 
lot of pre-snap communication, but during the play, the only communication you'll ever hear is either go or hit. Like our double teams give a go call as the linebacker's scraping down, or just like in pass pro, you'll hear twist. Uh, when they're twisting, you'll hear in and in call or out and out call as they do it, or squeeze too, even in there. But during the play, not much communicating just because, you know, you're running, you're moving, things are happening fast. You know, a lot of times it's your mind that's communicating without you realizing it, and you're not really saying anything, but everyone's on the same page, which is awesome. You're a good communicator, good talker. You talking a little trash on the field? No, not at all. I don't, I've never, I've never liked any of that. We like to, uh, we'll screw around with our opponents sometimes, you know, just like talking to them and, you know, kind of just shooting the crap a little bit, but we don't ever, we're not an offense line that talks crap. We're just out there to play the game and do what we need to do because at the end of the day, we're an up-tempo offense anyway, so they're dog-tired and we're dog-tired, so we're everyone's just heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Talking to Dalton Wagner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of Reliance Bank on just another minute or two. Had Kirk Herbstreet at the Little Rock Touchdown Club last week, and he talked about the environment of Georgia and how – incredibly difficult that was and obviously they kind of overwhelmed you guys and the, the atmosphere was pretty remarkable was that the most intimidating or difficult to play in environment you've been in or is there something else that stands out in your career so far no that would be it <laughs> that was uh that was an 11 a.m kickoff <laughs> it was like it was 12 o'clock there and i believe it was louder than penn state's whiteout game at like seven o'clock that was uh the georgia fans are definitely diehard fans um and that was something we just, you know, since I've been here, we haven't had a, a big game like that. If I'm being entirely honest, we haven't played in a big game like that. We've had, you know, four and eight my first year, two and ten, two and ten, three and seven, and then finally nine and four last year. But it's just something, you know, when Arkansas, it used to be when Arkansas was coming to town, there was never any, you know, big rah-rah about it. But now it's like, holy crap, Arkansas is coming to town. And it's awesome now to play in those environments and to see what's going on out there because, you know, the, the experience of college football it lies in its fans, too, and the environment. Like, Texas last year, seeing Razorback Stadium sold out was uh, it was one of the most special events I've ever been to. It was, it was crazy to see the amount of people there. All of them calling the hogs, cheering for us, and it was just a truly special event, and that's something that I'll always have a great memory of. Don't end on this one. You know, you've obviously, your legacy's already cemented. I mean, you've led this program, helped help lead this program back to relevance and, you know, a national ranking. One last piece here, and we're talking about a little bit today in one of our questions of the day today, is breaking the Alabama curse. It's 16 years going into this season. So how important is that to you to knock them off? I know you're focused on Cincinnati, and I want to ask about Alabama again until Alabama week, but is that something that you guys have as a stated goal to break that that streak against them? Yeah, um, like kind of like you said, like, if I'm being straight up honest with it, no one on the team's really been thinking about Alabama yet. We've been really focused on Cincinnati and focused on what we can do. But I mean, I'd be lying if I told you we don't all know that Alabama's kicked our butt every year since I've been here, and every year since everyone else has been here too. So mm-hmm. it's definitely that's definitely a game that you know guys are going to look forward to. But one game at a time, one play at a time, is what we're looking at right now. We really got to focus on. The first four opponents. I, read, I, I always see everyone talk about that Alabama game, but we got four four good games we got to play yeah. before that. Oh, we're plenty intrigued by the first four too. Don't get me wrong. I just we were talking about that today a little oh, bit. I know you guys. Yeah. So, man, we're really excited for Saturday. Really love having you on. Thanks to Reliance Bank, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you up in Fayetteville on Saturday, man. Good luck to you and the Hogs, and. 
Go get number one. Yes, sir. Thanks very much. Go Hogs. All right. Thanks, Dalton. Appreciate it.